0: Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist, and this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or share your progress, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, after you listen, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome back for another episode of the Homecoming Podcast. And I want to take pause before we get into this episode to celebrate someone who has been integral to this journey that you all may not know, probably do not know, but I want to introduce her. Breanne Walls has been my soul sister in this process. She has been with me since we launched in July of 2019 and going through this January of 2020. And I am so appreciative. I actually met her through Instagram and she has recorded all of these podcasts, set us up on all of the platforms. Platforms, designed our visual, and just has been a sister praying with me before our recordings and being responsive to you all's requests. And so I am grateful and excited about what she is doing, you all. She is one to watch. She is transitioning now from behind the scenes to creating her own content. And so you want to follow her, look out and listen for her name, Brienne Walls. Incredible things are are coming from her that will reflect a growth and healing that all of us are invested in and so thank you Brienne. All right you all, we're going to talk on this episode about building our confidence building our confidence, because as you journey home to yourself, the the insecurity can slow us down, intimidation can slow us down, and it can really bind us in a lot of ways. And so for me to really come into the fullness of who I am, I have to stretch outside of my fears, my anxieties, my self-doubt, my insecurity, because when I lack confidence, it keeps me living small. And when I lack confidence, it also diminishes me, has created and sustained shameful mindsets and shame-filled decision making and my confidence is something that can open doors for me and it gets me to the point where I will even walk forward because when I lack the confidence in myself then I will often think of what other people can do or what I wish I could do but there are some incredible things that you can achieve and even beyond achievement when we talk about just being, right? Not just busyness or doing, but to recognize how marvelous you are. I wonder if you can take sacred pause with me and think about what you have already overcome. I wonder if you will take sacred pause with me and think about what you have survived. And all of the things you have lived through in some ways mask us, they can overshadow us, but to a large degree, many of us don't even look like on the surface what we have lived through, right? It is remarkable it is remarkable that you are where you are in the journey given what you have survived. And so whatever the mountain that is in front of you, whatever the challenge that is in front of you, whatever the ocean that is in front of you, I want you to know to be mindful of who you are, right? That you have already overcome so much that when we get intimidated in the present, we are often operating out of amnesia. We have forgotten who we are and what we have already come through. I mean, if you could get through what you got through at five, right? And some of you at five months, what you had to go through, then at this point in your journey, I want to invite you to tap in to the survivor spirit that you hold, to tap into your resilience, your hardiness, your capacity to bounce back. I want to invite you to tap into the wisdom that the challenge may be difficult, but you have a history of walking through, even crawling through, some terrifying circumstances and coming out on the other side. And so if you really remember who you are and what you have come through with clarity, it will give you some courage and some confidence. So this confidence that we're talking about in homecoming is not confidence that has to come out of thin air. Right. When people say like, oh, how can I just be more confident like it's going to be something magic? I want you to actually think about your confidence being rooted in the truth of your life. Right. So this isn't just some fantastical thing where with nothing to stand on, I have to now believe in myself. No, I want to invite you to believe in the self that has already survived. I want to invite you to have confidence within yourself, within your spirit, within your heart, within your mind, based on actually having a track record. Now your track record, like all of us, is not perfect. Not everything would you call a win, but you're here and you've made it and you have grown. So based on your history is the way in which you can have some confidence in your present circumstance. So there are situations that have caused us to doubt ourselves and to judge ourselves, but to build confidence, what I need to do is acknowledge my missteps and then have some insight about why I did what I did. Because that the way in which I grow is by recognizing and understanding with clarity and compassion who I was before. And so based on my wisdom and knowledge about my past, then I can make some different decisions if I need to shift in my present. So instead of judging myself, I want to learn from the earlier version of myself. Right. So the way I will have confidence, for example, some of you do not have confidence in your ability to have relationships because you have not had uh, healthy relationships. Well, then I need to look at what was going on within me and around me that set me up to participate in dysfunctional and unhealthy relationships. What do I see now that I could not see then? So then my insight and the clarity that I have now is the basis of the confidence. It's not that I have already attained it, but I can see some things I could not see then. And I have clarity about myself in a way that I did not have clarity then. And so we move from judgment to wisdom. What is the wisdom that you need to pull out of those wounds? What is the wisdom that you need to pull out of those regrets? What is even the wisdom that you can pull out of what you have called failures? So when I, instead of defining myself by the times that I fell short, Instead, I can recognize the ways in which I have grown since that time that, oh, I see myself, right? I see why I did that. I see why I went along with that. I see why I thought that was acceptable. I can see now why I thought that was my good choice, my best choice, or my only choice. I can see that now. And so I have confidence based on the insight that were that to arise again, if that were to arise again, I could see it for what it is and therefore would not repeat it. Yes. So when I start operating out of my wisdom, I can catch myself from walking into some prior traps, which means I have confidence that now I can see some things coming that I didn't see before. I wonder... If there are those of you who are listening who, like me, can think back on some circumstances, perhaps at work or with family, where it was a mess. Where you participated in a mess, but were that same bait to show up again, you would see it for what it is and would not get caught up, right? So I got caught up. I up. I spoke out the side of my neck. I did something I should not have done, but I am wiser now. And so when something like that shows up again, I have the confidence that I will not fall into that same trap. Yes. So either the wisdom and the confidence comes from my past successes and what I have already overcome or The confidence can come based on the lessons I have learned from the pits that I walk through, right? That's why some people who have been terminated from a job can actually give you some advice based on what they learned if they learned the lesson, right? Some people that have had relationships that didn't work out may still have some insight to give you if they have pulled the lesson out of what went wrong, yes? So my confidence is not solely built on my success. My confidence is also built on my lessons. So you have to ask yourself, have I learned the lesson? Have I learned the lesson? Have I learned the lesson? Yes. So once you have learned it and once you have clarity about it, then you can walk with more assurance because it's a beautiful thing. I call it a divine retest that God has a great way of letting things show back up sometimes in a different form, sometimes a different person, but it's the same trap. And so you get like divine do over of like, did I learn this lesson yet? And here it comes again. And I can look at it and I see it and I know what that is. And I'm not going out like that, right? Wiser, older, more clarity. And so I have confidence with that. Even I tell our students that we're training. I teach at Pepperdine University. And I'll tell the students that when you first start off seeing clients, the training sites are very protective of the clients and of you. So you're just starting off. They may give you a client who's having relationship issues or some anxiety. Anxiety, but it you know you will start off with people um, who are what's called higher functioning right so then when I went off for internship after I finished graduate school training and then you go for a year internship I go for internship and they gave me my first client um, who was living with schizophrenia and I thought they were mistaken right cuz like (laughs) I had never done that before I, I don't know I don't know how to do that right and so it was intimidating because it was the first time. But now, after being in the field for two decades, when people come in with addiction or suicidality or schizophrenia, whatever they're presenting with, I am not intimidated because I know what I am seeing, and I have some clarity, some wisdom, some knowledge that I can pull on, right? So the same for you, that when you first step out into the newness, you may feel insecure because you haven't done this before, that you haven't gone off to school before, or you haven't let your guard down to really open your heart in a relationship before, or you haven't moved out of the city you grew up in before. Whatever it is, initially, you're going to feel that anxiety. You're going to have to battle with that self-doubt. But if you don't retreat, if you don't run home, but allow yourself to walk forward in it, the more you walk forward, The more confidence you will have, the more experience you will have, the more knowledge and wisdom you will have. And so I wonder about what it would be like for you to commit to outlasting the self-doubt and insecurity instead of retreating. I wonder if you would like to make that commitment to yourself that just because it is unfamiliar or uncomfortable or even because it is new, I won't immediately take that as a sign that I can't do it. And many of us have difficulty being in a context in which we don't know everything because it's an issue of control. And so for me to build my confidence requires me being willing to be in some spaces where I'm not the expert, where I don't know everything for me to be teachable. Right. And we don't think of those as going together. We think about confidence being aligned with being knowledgeable and ready and in charge, right? But to grow my confidence means I have to be able to tolerate being new. I have to be able to tolerate going through that season where I'm not sure how to do this. Right. I'm not sure what this looks like. I'm not sure if I'm, quote unquote, doing it right, but I'm going to keep pressing through it and keep learning. And as I continue to learn, the confidence will grow. You see, many times we want uh, instant confidence, right? We want confidence overnight. You know, people will send messages in social media and want me to tell them like one step to build confidence, right? They're like, if I just think this one thing, if I do this one thing, or in church they would say, if you turn around one time, right? Then you're gonna suddenly be confident. And I wanna tell you the truth. The truth is that confidence is built over time. When it's authentic, right? It's not uh, just something instant, but the more I engage in something, right? The more I commit to it, the more I practice it, then the more confidence I will have right? So it will continue to grow. Now, I will say for those who are parents, it's a beautiful thing for us to expose children to things early because often when you're exposed to something early, you don't yet know that you quote unquote should be afraid of it, right? It's like when they can teach babies how to swim and just, you know, you put them in the water or little kids in gymnastics and they just say, go jump off those bars, right? So early exposure helps, but even With some children, they can start off very anxious. And what builds their confidence is someone willing to walk with them step by step. To say, first, we're just going to put our feet in the water. Then we're going to step down. We're going to go to the next step. Now we're going to try to put your face in the water. Just splash some water on your face, right? It is a process and a journey. And so ask yourself, am I willing to be a newcomer as I develop? into being confident, right? Am I willing to be teachable so that I can then grow in my awareness and my knowledge and my confidence? So we talk about taking baby steps, right? Step by step, step by step, I will learn this um, as opposed to this idea of I don't know how, so I won't try because I don't want to be embarrassed, and so as long as I, won't, I don't want to be embarrassed, I'll never try anything new and never give myself space to develop the confidence. Then as you're trying to build your confidence, you want to be mindful of the voices that you keep in your ear. Right? as I was talking about parents exposing their children to something new, not only can we give children confidence, we can also give them insecurity, right? So I remember a good friend of mine, she was afraid of dogs and then she felt bad because she realized she had passed down that fear to her son. So he was very afraid of dogs. So she set an intention to address her fear of dogs knowing that her son would then follow in her footsteps. So she got through her fear And then he also got through his fear, right? So I say that to say, are you having people in your ear that are encouraging you to soar? Or do you keep people in your ear that are speaking fear over you? And you end up walking away from conversations with them feeling more insecure. And isn't that a terrible thing? If someone is supposed to be your friend or your partner and you come away from your interactions with them feeling less, then that's, that's important information for you. That's important information of how do you feel in the presence of another, especially as I'm trying to come home to myself and trying to build my confidence that there are people that you can relate to and in their presence, you feel inspired. You feel like, oh, I think I could do I, I could do this. I think I, look, it may not be easy, but I can do it. And then there are people that will keep you shrinking and doubting. So you have to start doing some assessments so that I create a life that instills more confidence, that I create practices and engage with people where I am edified instead of diminish. Then you want to be able to celebrate your wins, right? Even your baby steps, right? Because sometimes what happens is we set the bar so high without any incremental we would call short term goals. So then you're not able to see your progress. And this is even true in therapy. One of the things that a therapist can do is help you to see your growth. Because often we are so busy judging ourselves that if we have not reached the finish line, we think we haven't done anything, right? So then you're wondering, like, did I waste my time? Have I gotten any better? And so a therapist or an insightful friend is able to look at you and look at the steps that you have taken, right? These moments, and sometimes they're not like these large moments that everyone can see, but it's these moments where a circumstance happens and a client responds to that circumstance in a way that is so different than they would have a few months ago or last year, right? That the same situation would have like dismantled you and made you think like, oh, I can never do this. And this time when somebody made a little side comment or whenever whatever setback happened, you acknowledged it and then you kept it moving forward, right? So to start to see not only the giant steps of where you want to be, but to be able to see and celebrate your progress along the way. That's the beautiful part of building my confidence and it is a continuous process instead of an overnight process. I wonder if this week for your homework, if you can map out the progress that you have made, let's say in the last year. You think about where you were this time last year and where you are now and to say i am building my confidence and i'm seeing my progress then i want to invite you to journal about what you have already overcome what you have overcome what you have outlasted what you survived because your confidence your confidence is going to be built in truth the truth about the muscles and skills you're developing now but also the truth about what you have already done and it is praiseworthy, so we can celebrate ourselves on the journey. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home.